0: Before we begin today's episode, we just want to give a special thank you to Beacon Press, our sponsor for today. Their book, We Want to Do More Than Survive, Abolitionist Teaching and the Pursuit of Educational Freedom by Bettina L. Love, is an exceptional book and details the many different things that educators should do in today's society. We recommend this book to every teacher in America, and we really can't thank them enough for sponsoring today's episode.
1: Hello, and welcome to Teaching Tips for Teachers, the only podcast designed to help teachers. I'm your host, Krista. We've got a great show lined up for you today. Today, we're going to be talking about educational experiences and tips we learn from them. I'll go first. In elementary school, my teacher failed to recognize that not all students can master a standard through one specific learning method, as Catherine Stern points out. This specifically happened to me when I read three paragraphs silently to myself in class. As an auditory learner, I could not comprehend what I read. So when the teacher called on me to answer a question about the reading, I froze. I needed the passage to be read verbally to me. Instead of identifying why I did not understand the passage, my teacher told me to pay better attention, which is such a deficit thought. Now that I am older, I have learned that it is my teacher's fault for not making my auditory learning an asset to the classroom. My tip to teachers, teach in a way that addresses all learning preferences to prevent educational
2: barriers. Maria, what do you think about this? Well, Krista, I am so sorry that you had to experience this in a classroom. The space meant for learning and encouragement. I can only imagine how difficult it must have been. And to our listeners, I hope this encourages you to be mindful of your students as individual needs look different for everyone. My educational journey, however, looks a little different than most students. My family and I moved a lot when I was in elementary school. I went to five different elementary schools and struggled to find my space and community. For this reason, I consider my grandfather to be one of my first educators because he was the only stability I had. My grandfather taught me how one can and should nurture a relationship of reciprocity with nature, and most importantly, taught me that one must pour love into everything that we do. I would go with him as he prepared for the next growing season, where he would share stories and narrate his every action, teaching me how to care for the labor and land that brought food to our table, while teaching me the power of storytelling. He would speak to any plant and flower he came across, and thank the trees for the shade they provided as we sat to snack on some freshly cut pitayas. Through informal schooling, my first educator taught me to appreciate my culture and the nature that surrounds us. Queenie, do you have something to say about this?
3: Yeah, I wish I could have had something like that because unfortunately my experiences in middle school were not the best. The population of students were mostly white and of the upper class socioeconomic status. I immediately felt out of place from the first day of seventh grade. I started noticing how different I was from my peers and I began to hate some of the things that I used to love about myself, like my bilingualism. In elementary school, I was proud to know more than one language. I felt powerful and confident in my ability to communicate with more people, especially those who did not necessarily speak English. However, in middle school, I felt pressured to speak perfect English because I was surrounded by peers who only knew English. I constantly worried that I would speak with an accent because English wasn't my first language and I didn't want to get made fun of. All these worries weighed me down and ultimately silenced me. I stopped talking and participating in class. So my tip is all educators, but especially educators working in a homogeneous environment like this, have a responsibility to develop cultural competency and introduce and promote diversity and inclusion.
0: That's a great tip, tip, Queenie. Uh, So mine comes from high school where my teachers recognize that students are more capable than most people think they are. My senior year computer science teacher fully understood this and he pushed his students to be more self-sufficient. If you went to him for help on a problem or some kind of coding activity, he would force you to show him the steps you took to solve it already and have you explain to him how they failed and wouldn't even help you if you tried. Because he understood that putting students in a mindset where they can grow on their own and where teachers are there to support and back them up when they truly don't understand something is a great way to impart the idea that students can do anything they put their minds to. And it is definitely a lesson that more teachers should understand. So my tip is that students are capable and teachers need to understand that allowing them the space to grow and learn on their own is okay.
4: I agree with you. Growing up in a predominantly Latinx community, I was not taught about my culture or of others in school. In the summer of freshman year, I was fortunate to be in the freshman summer program where I was introduced to a community filled with amazing scholars from different backgrounds. My first ethnic studies course was Black Intellectual Thought, which brought in my knowledge of slavery and Black culture. Love is Correct and her advice on students of color needing relevant literature and history in their lives. I, along with my classmates, deserve to know the rich history of our community. We need to know important figures like Dolores Huerta or Cesar Chavez after having schools named after them in Oxnard. My tip to teachers is to teach relevant pedagogy to students starting from kindergarten.
1: Well, everyone, that's the end of this episode. I hope you all learned something from these wonderful educational experiences. Hopefully we can continue to help teachers all across the nation. Thanks for listening. Talk to you in the next show.